0: Chat, news and your views Alan Corcoran. we have lovely parts in County Wexford equal to it one of them is Kilmore Key and the moon over Kilmore Quay was a huge success for my next guest who joins me live in studio uh, uh, award-winning writer Carmel Harrington good morning to you Carmel lovely to talk to you again
1: oh it's just fabulous to be here in studio right you know just to see you in person <laughs> again Alan we've forgotten what that's like right it's well you've,
0: you you have brightened up the studio with your fantastic shade of green because <laughs> I you you be making Male or female? I just can you just describe the colour you're wearing today? Because you know
1: what, it's like an emerald green. I think actually, it's you know it's a bright jewel green, and I love yeah. any shade of green. I wear fifty shades of them, but um, this is probably my favourite
0: one. It green is, is the, green is the colour for it you. It is
1: the colour. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Right, you're going to talk to us a little bit about your latest book, A Mother's Heart, because you had a Mother's Love as well, didn't you?
1: No, actually, no, no? Mother, no, no, I didn't have that one. But a Mother's Heart is yeah, it's my my tenth novel. Okay in my 10th year as a published author. So it's kind of a double-digit birthday celebration for me that um, I'm writing full-time now for 10 years, Alan, would you believe? Right. Um,
0: And this particular story is very, very interesting. Did you describe it as a blended family?
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I've always been interested in blended families because actually I'm part of one. I'm a stepmother myself. And um, do you know, when I became a stepmother to A pretty little 3 year old at the time she was obsessed with Disney and I can remember reading her bedtime stories and we went to Disneyland Paris and did all the Disney movies but in every story Alan there was a wicked stepmother and we used to laugh about this and we used to say god that's terrible so somewhere over the last kind of 10 years I thought one day I'll write a story to try and readdress the balance and show that um that people can love even if they're not from your blood family that family can sometimes be picked up along the way and this story at its heart has a stepmother and she's the sole parent of two small children and she's the only mother they've ever really known but there are three sets of grandparents and that's the thing with blended families there's often multiple grandparents and aunts and uncles and there's a hierarchy amongst them and um, there are a lot of issues within the family none of the grandparents get on and one particular set of grandparents um, isn't happy that Rachel, the stepmother, is the sole parent and decide that they want to go for custody. So it becomes battle lines are drawn and the story um, kind of picks up just as that all kicks off. And right. it's, there's a lot of drama in it.
0: And it moves that. between countries. So Ireland is obviously one of the countries, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. it's set partially um, along Dublin Bay, in particular in Malahide and Port Marnock. Um, I think I told you this before, Alan, I worked in Aer Lingus for 10 years and I always lived North County Dublin. Don't mention the war today. I don't. I know my heart, my heart breaks. It really reminds me of, I know we're going off topic, but it reminds me of, do you remember the mid-90s there was a strike and all the passengers arrived into the airport and they were literally queuing like that because there was a strike on. Anyhow, it reminded me of that. But I always lived North County Dublin and Malahide was kind of a place that I loved living in and always enjoyed being so close to the coast because it reminded me a little bit of and yeah. and then the second location is Hawke's Bay in New Zealand and the reason it's that is that my aunt and uncle my godparents emigrated to there many many years ago when I was very small and I just loved getting postcards and photographs from them yeah. um, and it's just a beautiful part of the world New Zealand is really unrivaled for some of its scenery and yeah. I thought that would be a gorgeous place to set my part of my family too, So it's due location. Okay.
0: You have, I hope they were all listening attentively because you mentioned a landmark, a year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And also in terms of books. Mm-hmm. So we have, I have here, you're going to sign this for for one lucky uh, listener. And we have sweets and there's Love hearts, is it?
1: Yeah, well, there's actually a couple of things. Um, we had a bit of a celebration uh, last listen, week. Let me we just rattle publisher. the bag here. You what what have we got in the bag? Yeah? There's also a do not disturb, um, shh, I'm reading, door hanger. Yeah. So you can hang that on your door when you curl up with the new Carmel Harrington. And right. there's some love heart sweets as well. And basically we have those. We, we did a celebration in the Mansion House in Dublin last week for yeah. my ten, 10 books. And everybody got that little gift bag that you have there with those.
0: So I thought... I'm having a Mr. Bean moment today. I've already dislocated one headset and now I'm knocked over your... (laughs) That's okay. It's a a bit like Mr. Bean in studio this morning.
1: I like Mr. Bean, that's okay. Okay,
0: so the question is, what year? Yes. What book?
1: Yes, there's a many? number how many uh, is it you?
0: 8, 9 or 10 oh, and you mentioned the number that's the I question did, I and did and text us now on 87 Brona will dip into the magic pile and pick out a winner for us before we conclude our chat this morning but the book The Love Hearts they've toppled over but they're still in good Nick they are perfect Nick how are you keeping otherwise then
1: really good really uh, good being busy you know I kind of because I write one book a year actually I was talking to to Bronagh outside, and she was saying like the fact that you know that it's not that long after Moon over Kilmorekey. But I oh, I'm write every day. Alan's just like my full time job. Next mm-hmm. year's book is already written. I'm working on edits for that. Yeah. Um. But life is good. My, do you
0: ever get the writer's block, uh, So
1: Oh God, Touchwood, no, no. I don't actually. Do you know what? I always I kind of think about my brain, it's like I have loads of tabs. You know on Mm. your computer sometimes if you you open loads of tabs, it's like that. I have all these stories going and they're kind of running concurrently and then every now and then one will jump out more than others and I'll start writing that one. Mm. So there's I've got loads of stories in my head at the minute trying to decide what 2024's book will be because I know what 2023's book is I've written that. Um, But in September when the kids go back to school I'll start writing for 18 months time again so it's kind of, it's a bit of a cycle and um It's a great one, though. I love it. It's a great one.
0: So we're asking you to text in the number 8, 9, or 10. That's the, the, the key number that uh, Carmel mentioned. And one lucky winner could pick up this beautiful Double digits, double digits.
1: Double d- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strong Just, hint.
0: oh uh, eight seven three seven three seven nine five six. You have a wonderful outlook on life. And I don't want to be patronising or anything, but you, you really do. And you always have. How do you do that?
1: Well, do you know what? Like everyone, you, you have days where it's hard, you know, to keep going. And it would be probably it's probably wrong of me to pretend otherwise but mostly most days i wake up with a smile on my face and i go to bed with a smile on my face and i feel i just feel lucky i have a gorgeous um family my husband and kids we just have a nice little life yeah. our rescue dog george bailey puts a smile on my face every day too and I'm lucky I've got a good family. The dog family. is called George Bailey. Yeah, named after you know George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um I just I just when we got him we rescued him from the WSPCA. Shout out to them and um just when I saw him he just reminded me of an old soul and mm. so we came up with George Bailey and he's like the the new child now he's the baby of the family, spoiled yeah. rotten. I
0: have a question has it ever happened to you where you've said what if I never think of another story again? I don't think this type of thing does happen to you no. because you look at the glass half full, don't you? I do and I always, do you know what,
1: I'm I'm actually a real people person. I love listening to people's stories and they inspire me, Alan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so as I talk to people and I hear their stories, it will trigger an idea for me and I think, okay, yeah. that's something I can write about. I can twist and turn it in, sh- in some shape and form and fictionalise it. But I think because I'm interested in people, yeah. that helps me as a writer. I'm
0: going to pay you the ultimate compliment I can pay any writer and I hope you'll take it in the middle yeah, and that is I, I was privileged to spend an afternoon with the late Mae Benji oh. I travelled with her I was on a bus with her yeah. I was in the garden with herself and her husband she was absolutely wonderful you remind me of her
1: oh thank you well that is the highest compliment um, and I really yeah. appreciate you saying that and she was a huge inspiration to me Alan and um, In fact, the day that I kind of got the nerve up to start looking for a book deal, um, actually, tragically, it was the day she died, but it felt like, not in a macro way, it felt like a sign. It felt like she was always giving me a little nod of approval. Um, I have her complete collection and hardback on my bookshelf, and it's exactly in my line of sight. So when I write every day, I'm looking at Maeve Binchy books, and I really feel that... um, I'd like to continue on the wonderful legacy she gave. Us was there the any of
0: her stories that inspired you then? Is there any standout one for you from her?
1: I think probably the first one was To Light a Penny Candle and yeah. my mum had borrowed it from Wexford Library and I shouldn't have read it, Alan. It was kind of above my reading age but yeah. I snuck it and I read it by, by torchlight under the covers when I should have been asleep yeah. and I thought this story was amazing. I just fell in love with it and I think that remains my favourite but Circle of Friends also. Yeah. Like she was. When you think about it, it Maeve Binchy was right about Trinity and writing about relationships of people from different classes.
0: Long before, long before
1: Sally yeah. Rooney was with normal people. You know yeah, what I mean? She yeah. was there first and foremost. Yeah. So yeah, Is there, I mean,
0: we we were just sharing the shooting the breeze, you and I, this morning. Yeah. as you say, it's great to have you back in studio here. But I mean, Agatha Christie for me was the one. Yes, yeah, and uh, Poirot and, and mm-hmm. Miss Marple and the like. Absolutely, I'm reading her biography at the moment. Yeah, there's always a writer that inspires you, isn't there?
1: Yeah, totally. Do you know who I'm really inspired by at the minute? Is it an American author called Kristen Hanna really? and um, yeah. yeah, I've started to read her backlist. Um, she did The Great Alone and *Winter Garden*, and she writes these beautiful, emotive, evocative stories yeah. that are usually a dual timeline, usually, you know, immersed in history and I'm finding them very lyrical, very beautiful and um, but also great characters and an- another book actually that I adored is a debut novel by an author called Bonnie Garmus and she wrote Lessons in Chemistry. It's set in the 1950s yeah. and I'm telling you Alan, it is I don't think anybody wouldn't enjoy this, it's a really great read
0: I know there's great book clubs around the county someday we might even have an idea now for the summer as we go a bit lighter, to bring you and some other writers in and people who read books to analyse them and I really look forward to that Carmel, come back soon, can I just ask you one final question, you've got notions on your little charm there Uh, what does that, why notions?
1: It's to remind me Alan that I'm allowed to have notions because I think in Ireland we're devils for kind of putting ourselves down and being afraid to maybe reach for the stars in case we might be seen to have yeah. notions. I'm a dreamer. I've always been a dreamer and I reach for the stars every day, I suppose, when I sit in front of my computer. So that uh, notions is to remind me I'm allowed to have notions.
0: Kathleen Lacey from Screen has won the book. We're, going to, we're going to bring in the, the the Fury Brothers now to round off the show. Really enjoy that, Carol. Thank you, Alan. Wish Thank you, you. well. And that new book of yours is out now, is it?
1: It's out now, A Mother's Heart, yeah. A
0: Mother's Heart.
1: And there's signed copies, actually, in the book centre. If yeah. anybody... I was just there before I came on.
0: Thanks, Carol. Come back Thank soon. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.